Hello, listener. This is Blake, along with Todd and Alex, and we'd like to welcome you to Unclever. This is a podcast about a variety of topics, some super serious in nature, some absolutely ridiculous, and everything in between. If you would like to contact us, you can find us on Instagram at Unclever Podcast, as well as Facebook, Unclever Podcast, or contact us through email. Suggest topics for the show or just general harassment at uncleverguys at gmail.com. That's uncleverguys at gmail.com. And now on to the show. All right, and here we go. And today, Mr. Todd is going to be bringing us our topic. So would you like to introduce what our topic is for today, Todd? All right, all right. We're talking about uh, college football, really, just college athletics, name, image, and likeness deals. Uh, Also known as NIL. NIL. And uh, basically for forever, if you were playing college sports, you could not make money off of your name, your image, and your likeness. True story. Uh, but that all changed. I believe it was June first of last year. Coming up on a year of this, really? Where they, yeah, they kind of it was. It was some some point last summer. For some reason, it seems shorter, like not that long ago. But some, some in some way, it seems longer than that. Well, if yeah. you remember, uh, I remember the first like kind of wow moment was when Nick Saban. I think it was at Media Days, which is in July, said that uh, basically. Bryce Young has made nearly a million dollars. That's right. And that was before the season. That's so right. It had to have been in June or July. Never taken a snap as a starter. Never. Never. All of it kind of runs together for me because I feel like we've had like an ongoing conversation about like college athletes making money for, I mean, it feels like a decade plus. Oh, yeah. Oh, this, this has been, been making money. They've oh, been yeah, making yeah. money. Making money uh, on the up and up. Yeah. Not, not in a brown paper sack. McDonald's bag. Keep it down home, because so yeah. easy. <laughs> what are we talking about, Cam Newton? Is that what we're Cam doing? Cam Newton was clean. He's all clean. He's a saint. Yeah. But so that all changed. I want to see the books at the Holy Design Deliverance. <laughs> it's, all, it's all on the up and up. Leave Cam out of this. <laughs> so that all changed. And my first question is, I mean, now that we've been in it a year, I don't think anybody really saw exactly how crazy it's going to get. Yeah. yeah. But try to take yourself, your mind, go back a year. How did you feel? What were your thoughts when you knew this is about to happen? How did you think it was going to affect things? What what were you thinking? You want me to go first? Yeah, you got it. All right. Now, just try to keep in mind. Try not to let what has happened now affect your answer. Think strictly before it came out a year ago. What did you feel? Yeah. So I get this is a, it's a difficult subject because, like, um, I felt and. I'm not just trying to play like, you know, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, like you said. Like, so, but I felt as though it was really going to rob from college athletics. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like it was going to take a lot away from it because I knew in today's culture, like we're, we're not going to be able to do anything reasonably. Oh, yeah. Like we're, we're not going to be able to do anything at a reasonable level. Everything's and, excessive, right? Especially with the competitiveness and you don't – there's not much – on earth as competitive as SEC football, right? Mm, football in the South. And so anything that someone can possibly can do, 
I mean, we were already, you know, looking for every little loophole, every little, you know, any advantage that you could possibly get on your opponent, we're looking for it. Yeah. And so that is just a recipe for disaster. Now, I know, obviously, this is for all college athletics and stuff, but to us, that's it's just really magnified on football more than anything. Yeah, I think, I think that if you looked at the numbers of just football deals versus all of the other sports combined, it's got to be mind-blowing. It is as a whole. But yeah. now there's some individuals in different sports. Oh, yeah. There's like an LSU gymnast, I think, that just sounded like an $800,000 deal. Yeah. And ba- what, basketball has a lot, too. I think, yeah. like, the, the person with like the highest NIL potential is, um, like, LeBron James on Bronny James. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Like, anything with name value. Well, and also uh, – Well, yeah, because you don't think – if LeBron's showing up to games, you don't think that puts rear ends in the same. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Same right. thing with uh, Deion Sanders' son. Yeah. Yeah, he has a bunch of deals for real. He, he's, I think he's the Gatorade guy, isn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah, I think he got a Gatorade deal. That's huge. It seems like I remember hearing something or seeing something maybe on Twitter or something about Master P's son getting a big deal. I don't know about that. Uh, I know he played at USC uh, years ago. Is that a little Romeo? Is that, <laughs> I don't, is that I don't who know. that is? I don't know these names. Romeo Trap. <laughs> Somebody correct me on that. If that's, so, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the idea of it. But at the same time, I definitely understand. It's like you don't like it, but there's something. You, you do have a bad taste in your mouth about it because here they are being millions of dollars being made off their right. back off their back literally off their back and mm-hmm. and you don't and they and they don't see any of that and then it and then that becomes that becomes amplified when you have a story like a uh, Marcus Lattimore yeah mm-hmm. right that blows his knee i mean that his leg gets destroyed, destroyed. twice, twice. Yeah. tough yeah. watch and then yeah. yeah man and then you know essentially you know submarines his pro career when you know he would have had at least i mean you know he's going to have at least the average three but i mean he had potential to, to go on and become a great nfl running, right. back, running back if he so, if he kept on the same track he would have made a lot of money that's no doubt bottom line yeah at least he's going to get drafted right he's, and, he's not going to be a, a free agent didn't get drafted guy he's going to yeah. go Probably and at, first round, second round. At the time when he when he would have went was before they put um, the rookie cap in place. Right. Yeah, and he would have got one of those you know big I mean, time deals. I mean, if he if you're picked in the first round there and you're and you're wise with your money, you're set for a yeah, lot. Shout so. out to Sam Bradford. <laughs> yeah, dollars to be terrible. Good night. God. Does he still play? Uh, no, he's just collecting checks. You know how it goes. Uh, who's the? This kind of off topic. Who's the major league guy? Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla still getting paid. Still get every, there's like Bobby Bonilla day. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla day. <laughs> every wow. year he gets like, I don't remember the number. He, he deferred all that money, so he gets like $2 million until the end of time. Yeah. What What was Bradford's contract? I think he got $50 million guaranteed to be number one overall. I thought it was like 70 something million. I mean, I think, I mean, if you probably like overall outside, yeah. I think $50 million was like the signing bonus. I could be wrong, but that's, that's just in my head. I know the next year. I think the next year was Cam Newton, and that's when it changed. And then it was, like, significantly lower. Oh, it was, like, a, at least a third, if not a fourth, something like that. Yeah. I, I think it – well, maybe, like, 20-something. Yeah. Sam Bradford – the two things I know about Sam Bradford, he got paid to be terrible, and he wore those baggy old-school sleeves that oh, just yeah. made him look even worse. <laughs> 
You're rocking the old school baggy sleeves. So, you got to be good. So what, what was your take of your go, Alex? Sam Bradford looked like your cousin that was like semi-athletic out there yeah. playing quarterback. Yeah. Uh, so. so my take was, if you'd asked me when I first started hearing about college athletes getting paid, I mean, however many years ago it was, I was absolutely against it 100%. But it's just because it was different. It was change, and right. I didn't. I wasn't sure what it meant. Um, if you would have asked me right before all the NIL stuff went in into play, I was all for it for purely selfish reasons. I was a big uh, EA Sports College football video game player, and oh, that yeah. went away. There's not many things in life that I'm elite at, and that would be one of them. <laughs> I, put, I put myself up there with anybody. So I saw them announce it. So the, my first response was, oh, we back? <laughs> we doing this thing? We back? <laughs> I, I, I swear I thought you were about to say – you got excited because you had four years of eligibility left. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's also true. <laughs> got that in the tank. That's also true, but no. It's purely from a video game uh, reason that I was excited to hear it announced. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be, no pun intended, money morning quarterback on it, but, but I, I, I literally feared exactly what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a year ago there was kind of – I don't think anybody was like, this is a good thing. You didn't, you didn't hear anybody say – this is going to be great for college football. Right. Nobody said that because no. it's just it's not going to happen. But at the same time, in my mind, I'm uh, I never understood why they couldn't get paid for things. Which, by the way, did we clarify what a name, image, and likeness deal is for no. like, somebody who's completely ignorant? No, for, for all you ladies out there. <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> name, image, and likeness deal is basically getting paid to use. It's, it's like doing a commercial for somebody. Yeah, you know? if your name, your face, whatever, uh, silhouette in a jersey yep. likeness, mm-hmm. uh, anything you do to push a company, you Being can pay on for a, it. On a commercial, on a on a billboard, whatever. But it's, it's going Boy, way further than over. that. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. But my thing is, I was like, I never understood why they can, couldn't do this sort of thing because – It was illegal as cocaine. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> I mean, for real. And, like, but, but you got babies out here. Peddling diapers, you know that, that was my thing. That's you know? true. Yeah, you, you turn true. on the TV, you see a Huggies, Huggies commercial. You got the Bert Gerber baby. You got little infants that can make money. That's true. It is a complicated situation because, as an individual, there should be no reason why anyone should be able to look at that person and say it's supply and demand, right? So, right. if somebody wants me to do this and is willing to pay me to do this, then who are you to stop me, right? Right. So, as an individual, there's that, but then when you involve the aspect of okay but a school is giving someone you know a free education free room and board whatever um well i we shouldn't say free right i mean they're working for it i mean they do they work around the clock a lot of times but still in comparison to you know there's just so many sides to this argument in comparison to you know i'm 40 years old and i have peers uh, or I have people who are around my age, they're still paying student loans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, and we'll be paying for yeah. five or 10 more years. And so that, when you, when you think about those people, then it's like, okay, well, you know what I mean? It's just, there's so many sides to this. But I, from the beginning, from the, and this is what I was concerned about is it's, I, I'm not, I'm not naive enough to say that it creates inequality. I mean, it does, but, Let's face it. There's inequality in athletics, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there. Let's just use you know an Alabama or an Auburn. There's guys on the team that can go around town 
and they can go out to eat and they can do whatever and they not many people will notice them right there's some that literally can't step outside of a mm-hmm. building so there's always inequality in that regard but um but it definitely enhances it it yeah. definitely enhances inequality on a team so like both you know on a campus or just going around town or whatever but also in the locker room so that that was before it like we're still talking before that was one of my concerns is it's going to tear locker rooms apart. Yeah. Uh, because if you got a dude making hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're getting a free chicken sandwich every now and then from Bojangles, pushing that on your Instagram, yeah, that's going to cause some problems, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's life, though. I mean, people are going to – certain people are going to make more money. Right. Um, and then if they're hoping to play in the NFL, NBA, or whatever – there's going to be inequality in what they get paid there. My biggest issue with it currently and what I was afraid of the most is there's no plan. Yeah. There's right. no structure. There's no rules. Wild West. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just turned into the circus. And then now you throw you throw that in with the like the ability to transfer and not sit out. Did y'all see the guy from uh, Miami's basketball team the other day? Yes. He basically just demanded more money or I'm leaving. Yeah. I, I literally, because I knew we were going to talk about this, I copied and pasted the – the first paragraph. Well, let's, book. let's just go move on to the next question I had. He kind of just answered it. How do you feel about it now? Uh, my thing with it is when it first came Oops. out, I knew it was going to change the sport. Uh, but I did not see these collectives. You know what these are? Yeah. Like the offensive line gets the, the yeah. offensive line gets to deal with like whoever. Right. Oh you, yeah. You have these big, you know, rich people just throwing a whole bunch of money in a pot and saying, do what you can to win football games. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. I thought that maybe you would have that with a really high-level recruit, a little bit of that, but uh, it's crazy, man. I mean – Texas A&M. Oh, yeah. There's, and like you're saying, there's no regulations at all. That Something's going have to have to happen there. Well, that's, what I, that's what I mean when I say we'll, we'll take anything to the nth degree. Yeah. Like we'll take it to the extreme, you know. Give I, give Satan an inch and he'll be a ruler. Oh yeah, I didn't. I, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't naive to think it wasn't going to affect recruiting, but yeah. I did not see this coming. I mean, when when coaches saw this happening, they were looking into loopholes instantly, oh, yeah. right? How can we How can we get players in here like this? Yeah, well, and most of their loopholes were like, or the things that they were kind of really fudging on were like social media stuff and mm-hmm. things like that. But that that's the part of this that drives me crazy is like. Well, so one of the big things with pro athletes that's always been off-putting to people is their their sense of entitlement mm-hmm. or their sense, you know, just the whatever, their, their attitudes, uh, you know. And the ones that have – the ones that are known as great, great people, people, those are the ones that really kind of get put on a pedestal sometimes. Right. And – but – and an issue has always been with with athletes coming out of high school going into college is, you know, what kind of home life did they have? Do they have a sense of entitlement? This just gives that an enormous steroid shot. So, I mean, you have people that – you have athletes that, that are super concerned about their brand. Oh, yeah. Like they're, they're – instead of, you know, 
going to school and focusing on getting 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 on the field their or getting, getting on the their court. trademark and logos. Yeah, they're concerned yeah. about their their Instagram followers, mm-hmm. their TikTok or their Twitter or whatever, and so it just totally changes the entire face of college athletics to me. And and but I, I, let me read this that y'all you you guys referenced about the Miami basketball player. Um, this is from a Miami Herald. It says Miami Hurricanes basketball standout Isaiah Wong will enter the transfer transfer portal on Friday if nobody steps forward to give him more money in a name, image, and likeness deal. His NIL agent said on Thursday. That's just that's that's a dude pitching a fit. Yeah, there's no other way to get around that. Well, then, then you also run into the problem, like you mentioned, an NIL agent. You have. A lot of people, a lot of athletes who don't know what they're doing. Right. And they're trying right. to f- find their way. And then you have adults who are trying to take advantage of the situation because you have a bunch of athletes that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they're trying to get those guys paid, but they're trying to get paid. So it makes the situation just a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Like the collectives and all that. Somebody's getting some money out of that besides the players. Did, right? Yeah. Did you see, did you guys see the, um, there was an ESPN article, I believe, about a unnamed high school player that's received an eight hundred million. million dollar. Yeah. Yeah, I and they, they won't even. Too. They didn't say the school. They didn't say the name. And it's a twenty twenty three. It's got to be Arch Manning recruit. Yeah, yeah. But but think about that. Then that means he's already committed, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. But it, you see what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's almost like a there's like a trust issue there, or not issue, but like this is from the article: an unnamed high school football player has signed a deal that could pay him up to eight million dollars. The contract reportedly will pay $350,000 right away with escalating payments that will total $2 million per year throughout his college career. That's this, more this That's de- more than the, uh, what, like, over twice the NFL minimum pay. It says this deal will be the largest NIL deal ever signed by a non-professional athlete. I don't think that – I don't think it's Arch Manning. I think it's uh, – I'm not sure, but I think it's a guy that went to Tennessee. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that dude. Because there was a there was a big nil deal with that. Which I mean, he's committing for the nil deal. Which, you know, you, I don't blame anybody for going and getting eight million dollars. It's just unless there's unless they start getting some kind of regulations, and I, there I has to be. I don't understand how we can have a salary cap for professional leagues, but we can't do <laughs> right. any kind of cap. Well, for, the the biggest problem is right now legally they can't do anything. It's going to take laws being passed, right? For anything to change, because the NCAA is scared to death. They, if y'all notice, they don't come after anybody anymore. They don't come after any teams at all. It's like everybody just gets a little slap on the wrist. Because right. if you take it to court, you're done. There's nothing they can do. And so, like in fo- and and this was going to be true across the board with every sport, but especially in football. You know the the big complaint that you see like at the end with the playoffs and stuff every year is non-power five schools. Yeah. Not getting in, not getting a place at the table. So this is going to be – talk about inequality. Right. Like, if you don't have money, you can't compete. Yeah. Like, it, you're, you're not even part of the conversation. That That's exactly the situation we're in now. It's all about how much money the school has, how much – what kind of NIL fund the boosters have put together. That's going to determine who wins. But I don't think I – don't, I don't think it's going to last – very long like this. It can't because it, it – my my belief at this point in time is if something doesn't drastically change or some – there has to be some very, um, you know, dra- uh, pointed – there has to be some major guardrails put up. And if that doesn't happen soon, like – well, I mean, it, it eventually will happen because 
it, it's going to implode. Yeah. It's going to absolutely implode. I mean, there's no, it can't sustain it. Well, if we're talking about where it's going, <laughs> if we're talking about where it's going, I think, like Alex just said, the, the money's going to win the football games. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that five years from now, we'll be looking back at how stupid people were and all the money that was spent. And there will still be an IL. There will still be a lot of money being thrown around. But people don't. People with money, that kind of money, that are willing to put $3 million in a collective, they don't spend money just willy-nilly. They're not stupid people. So you think Texas is going to win a national championship in three years? Well, Willie, you know, um, I don't think Matthew McConaughey thinks of his longhorns as willy-nilly. <laughs> <laughs> you know but, what I mean? But what, what I'm saying is, like, I don't think how, – how often do recruits not work out? Happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Happens all the time. People, kids get hurt. Kids don't have the right mindset. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways these recruits don't work out. So I think eventually the money is going to quit flowing as quickly as it is right now because people are going to be like, man, I've, I've thrown $12 million at this program. We had not even won an SEC championship. It depends on what kind of money you got. Yeah, I mean, that's – Yeah. I mean – That's truth. <laughs> But I, I think it'll still be around, but I think that it will kind of water down a little bit. Yeah, possibly. I just I have no faith in <laughs> I have no faith in the boosters being able to keep it in check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those dudes, uh, they're not logical a lot of times. And yeah. So I think I mean they're always going to spend money. I think we're moving towards. If I had to guess, like four, what four sixteen team super conferences where mm-hmm. it we like the larger SEC pack. 12, whatever number we're at now, um, Big Ten, all those schools, they move, they form their own super conference with their own commissioner. It's basically like minor league football uh, uh, I, that has a connection to the school, but the term student athlete is even more yeah, loosely I know, used than I know now. exactly. Basically, I've, I've heard this idea. It's like imagine if you had football teams that was college football, but really all you did was use the logo. Yeah. It's a, it's a pro – it's a pro league, but you're just using – you're paying to use the college logo. Yeah. That would that would be awful. If it, I think if it got to that point – Well, that's what I'm saying. You've destroyed college athletics at that point. Yeah. Because, you know, football's the moneymaker, and so – For everybody. Yeah. I mean, basketball's – basketball generates a lot of revenue too, but then what – but then, yeah, whatever happens there mm-hmm. is going to trickle down to everything. You've just destroyed college athletics from the inside. Yeah, out. there are more – way more – Colleges that if a football program was lost, their entire athletic de- pro- pro- athletic department would be gone than like basketball or anything else. You take football away from, I mean, a number of places, they're done. Oh yeah, done. So let me ask, and maybe you're going to ask this. Then here here's my question because this is what I have not heard. I have not heard one good viable solution to this current situation that we're in. What's the solution? There, I, I think you're right. There's not. I think the only way is, like I was saying earlier, laws are going to have to be passed. But then when that starts happening, it's going to vary from state to state. Uh, it's going to get really, really messy. Because then you're going to have, like, so I don't think they can do that just because, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it would have to be on, I think it, it, it probably had to be on a federal level. Some kind of but what like what though what is it like I was saying earlier there's going to have to be some strict guardrails put up is it is it a is it a limit on an individual 
order. But then you're gonna but then you're gonna have you know Yeah. You're gonna have countersuits against that because of exactly why it came to be in the first place. Yeah, I think I think that's why the four sixteen team super conferences makes the most sense to me. I don't think it's like the greatest solution, but I think it's the only way where you kind of separate out. You put your own regulations in place. You have your own commissioner. I mean, it changes college sports as as it is now. But and then maybe you have some cap on the team because I don't think you can limit it on an individual level. If like some school wants to pay ninety percent of their nil budget to one dude, I think they're going to be able to do that. But it, once once you get to that point. You know, I mean, they're still going to be guys getting money under the table. Bag boys going to be bag boys. They're going to drop, <laughs> right. drop off the cash. Yeah, the only way you could regulate it is in recruiting. Like, yeah, and I don't know how you do that, but you would have to. The regulations would be half have to be before the athlete is actually signed and playing the sport because if dude goes out there and he's balling and he did, and he's his like image and stuff is in demand. How can you stop? Yeah, I don't think you can stop that. I think it would have to be in, like, you can't – you can only spend X amount of dollars in trying to get people to visit your school. Right. Yeah. It's too big of a problem for me to even begin to think on. Like, I can't – I think it's just – to me, it's the cat's out of the bag, and it's just – So you're just going to go back to – you're going to go to your idea of being a high school sports super fan? I guess so. I just don't like it. That's not a bad idea. There's nothing about it that I like because you can't – I mean, every solution creates much, much bigger mm-hmm. problems. But, it does. But the, but the track that we're on, it's, it's headed towards absolute disaster. I agree. I don't like it. <laughs> no, nobody likes it, I think. <laughs> There's my solution. There's my answer. I don't I'll like be okay it. with it if I get my video game back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, w- would you rather have had this going on without knowing it, like it has been all, all these years? <laughs> That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing. That was the most beautiful regulation that there was. That was the perfect regulation. Yeah. Like self-policing, basically? Yeah. In other words, you, 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 couldn't, you couldn't be too terribly yeah. outlandish with it. Right. Or else you were putting the rope around your own neck. Mm-hmm. So maybe the – Yeah, no, that's what you're saying. That makes sense. Maybe the wheels came off when the NCAA stopped being a body that could enforce things. Because then it was just like you do whatever you want. Even if you told them somebody, they're not going to do anything. They are a logo. Yeah. That yeah. Is like it. how how long does the NCAA like last? Or does it is it still around thirty years from now? I don't. I don't. Because what I mean, do they what do they do? They put their logo on things. That's it. That is it. Without the uh, without the NCAA basketball tournament, how would they even pay themselves? Great question. <laughs> I don't think that they could because that, that is the big thing because they're not involved in football playoffs and championships. No. No. At all. Well, I think we muddied the water. <laughs> <laughs> A lot to think on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anything else? Any that's, other that's final it, thoughts? That's it for me. Give me my game back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get an NIL deal as a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> There, there are some crazy ones. There are, there are some crazy ones. That, that's what we should have done. That we should have looked up some of the crazy nil deals because I know there are some that are wild. It, it's, it's so bizarre to you see. I mean, some of them make sense and they're kind of funny, like Alabama's cornerback uh, Kool Aid McKinstry. Oh yeah, he signed. He signed with Kool Aid. Hey, that's, that's like good a no brainer. Yeah. As, and so that's kind of funny, you know. But yeah. then some of them are like, I love the offensive lineman getting like the team deal with Hog 
sports barbecue or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the one that cracked me up for whatever reason was when I saw uh, the quarterback that transferred from Oklahoma to South Carolina. Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Spencer Rattler. I saw, uh, like, an, a, on Twitter or an Instagram post or something of him, and he's uh, endorsing uh, – What's it called? Raising Cajun? No. Raising Canes? Raising, Raising Canes. Canes. There's Chicken. a lot of Raising Canes deals out there. <laughs> Raising Canes and Bojangles? I'm just curious if Bo Nix had to get – if he got dropped by Milo's when he went out to the West Coast. That, I'm most surely. curious about that. Or if Milo's surely is still cutting did. that check. Oh, wow. I didn't think about that. Yeah, surely. Established? Surely the contract. I think about that every day, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every day. <laughs> Wakes up. Oh, man, Are there man. any Milo's outside of the state of Alabama? Maybe that was the plan. Maybe yeah. that's why Bo's in Oregon. We're expanding to Eugene, baby. I don't think they can handle it. <laughs> Not a franchise. We're going to send a player, and he's just <laughs> slinging sweet tea constantly yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. Taste this. I think there. I think there. Uh, there's only like a handful of Milo's outside of Alabama. Maybe, uh, maybe like less than five. I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I remember reading at some point the one open in Georgia or something. If you live outside of the state of Alabama and you're listening to this – you need to get in your car right now and drive to Alabama. <laughs> I woke up today knowing this NIL conversation was going to end at my list. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> all right. There well, that's all I got. That's all you guys got. That's it. All right. Next time, I guess.